Oh, I'm still reeling because a picture of me from college was shared online by one of my buddies. And Doran Dickerson did a side-by-side of me in 2013 next to him in 2013. Now, Doran, an athlete, was a professional football player. Me, I was in my, like, sixth year of college just eating calzones and drinking beers. You got to check it out on Twitter, at Score and Doran. I retweeted it. It was assault. I should fire a workplace harassment suit. I got to dial Kyle. 412-928-9370, the number to call. You can tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. Have you seen this? This is the most embarrassing thing going on the internet right now. It's some guy named Deke who does a podcast with Arthur Motes. Now, he might be cool. Because Arthur Motes is cool. I love Arthur. Get along great with Arthur. If Arthur likes a guy, the guy's probably cool. But this is the most embarrassing piece of audio you are going to hear today. The Steelers fall to the Baltimore Ravens 16-14. to And in the immediate aftermath, this guy named Deke, he is clearly hammered, sitting in the Acrisure stands, and he is pining. Well, for one guy in particular. Hit the button. I'm rattled. Deke was right all along. Oh, that's the short one of Deke being right all along. How about this one? Play. 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 Son of a gun. What a day we've got here. What a start to the show. I don't think I have the full Deke audio. What happened here? I deleted it. That's going to screw the whole show up. Deke from the Arthur Motes podcast waxed poetic for a good 45 seconds about Ben Roethlisberger needing to be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And what would the Steelers' record be if Ben were the quarterback? Last thing I will say is this. Wasn't Seven's fault. Pretty clear, wasn't Seven's fault. If Seven's in this game, do we win it? If seven's in the Patriots game, the Jets game, Dolphins game, do we win those? That's that's four wins right there. Four wins. All of a sudden, our record's what? Nine and four. Wasn't seven's fault. Wasn't seven's fault. Deke was right all along. I love when people refer to themselves in the third person. Crowman approves. Deke was right all along. Deke was right all along. Yes, he sure was. Deke was right all along. It wasn't Seven's fault. Deke was right all along. It's so embarrassing because I think people need to realize, because I took out this Deke on Twitter, that Ben Roethlisberger, if it's last year's version, yeah, maybe the Steelers do win more games than they've won to this point. Because last year the offense sucked, but in fourth quarters, Ben Roethlisberger would go all wizard, he'd go all Hall of Famer, and he played well, and he brought the Steelers from behind. But Ben Roethlisberger ain't a guy that ages like one. Ben Roethlisberger's a guy that ages like dog poop in your backyard. Gets all crusty and white. That's where Ben was at the end of his career. 
Ben's last four games, three touchdowns, three picks, a quarterback rating of 70.8. That's the end of Ben Roethlisberger's career. Did they win that Ravens game because of him? Did they win that Cleveland game because of him? Eh, you can make the argument, but again, the final four games, quarterback rating of 70.8. Mitch Trubisky's been better than that. Kenny Pickett's been better than that. Do you really think that with a full off season, that Ben would have filled it with workouts and avocado ice cream and lunges and yoga and stretching? Or do you, like me, think that Ben Roethlisberger would have filled his final offseason if he were coming back this year with Bush Light? Because that's what I think Ben would have done. Maybe last year's Ben has the Steelers fighting for the playoffs right now. But would this year's Ben? My answer is absolutely not. So, folks, and it's not just Deke. It's time to move on. We got to get past this Ben Roethlisberger character. He's done. He's retired. He's no longer the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was time. It was probably time before it became time. We've got to move on. He's not your guy. He's not running through the door. There's no savior. If the Steelers are to get better, they're going to have to get better by building around Kenny Pickett. My man ain't coming in on a white horse. If he would, the horse's legs would probably break because I imagine Ben's going to gain some weight in his post-playing days. It's not Ben Roethlisberger's time anymore. Enough pining for the guy. And it's not just this embarrassing Deke character that I'm going after here. When I went after Deke on Twitter, I had scores of people coming to the aid of young Deke, coming to the defense of old Ben, because Ben Roethlisberger's a Hall of Famer, and he would have everything on the straight and narrow, baby. No way. He wouldn't have been good enough this year. But more importantly, I think it's time that we all realize where this franchise really is. Because I think that for a long time, the Hall of Fame quarterback masked a lot of the problems. Last season, the Steelers' rush defense was worst in the NFL. The last two weeks, the Steelers' rush defense has been the worst in the NFL. The coordinator sucks. The staff ain't as good as they think that it is. They haven't drafted well for the last half decade. In your knight in shining armor, Ben Roethlisberger, for a while there, I think he duct taped over some bullet holes. I think Ben Roethlisberger made up for a lot of organizational failures. And you're seeing where this organization truly lies without him. Doesn't mean he would help this year, but we gotta put it behind us. It is now time to understand that our heart must go on, that it's Kenny Pickett's time. And I don't know that Kenny's gonna be the guy, but I think looking back as a means to project where you're going forward or getting stuck in the past, with Ben Roethlisberger and what the, what he brought to this franchise, I don't think it does anything to help you find the solution. You forge ahead. You think about what comes next. And what comes next is the Steelers better surround Kenny Pickett with a better offensive coordinator, 
They better surround Kenny Pickett with better weapons. They better surround Kenny Pickett with a better defense. Because if they don't, I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy like Ben who can mask all your ills. I don't think he is ever going to be as good as Ben was at his apex. I don't think that's a hot take either. Ben's going to the Hall of Fame. He's going to be a first ballot guy. He won multiple Super Bowls. He's a top 10 statistical quarterback of all time. I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to be that guy. So you have to surround him with talent. And all I need to do is look at last night's game, Brock Purdy, the way that he played, and tell you that with a good coordinator, you can get it done with a quarterback that may have a limited skill set. Now, Kenny Pickett was a first-round pick. But his skill set isn't the same as Ben's. It's not the same, I don't think, as Joe Burrow's, as Justin Herbert's, as Patrick Mahomes, as some of these freakazoids playing the quarterback position now. Is Kenny Pickett ever going to be the reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers win? I don't think so. So surround him with talent and surround him with a coordinator. Shanahan, doesn't matter what quarterback you put in there. My man's going to the playoffs. My man's going to make some noise. My man's winning games 3-0 with Brock Purdy. Kenny Pickett needs to get himself an offensive coordinator. And they need to do right by Kenny Pickett. And you can't be stuck in the past. Your heart's got to go on. 412-928-9370. That's the number to call. Deke was right all along. Deke was right all along. Not Ben's fault. 412-928-9370. Coming up next, Deontay Johnson spoke in the locker room yesterday. Was he taking a shot? Or was he just asking for his guy? It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. We'll get to what Deontay Johnson said yesterday. Coming up in a moment, if I can play the audio correctly. Woo! All over the place. Rattled by Doran Dickerson comparing himself in 2013 to me. See, I can't even talk in 2013 as well. We move on. Let's go to Damien in the car. Hey, Damien, what's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing much. Uh, first off, uh, was that Celine Dion bit uh, rehearsed or off the cuff? Because, well, it was just, well, beautiful, quite frankly. Thank you very much. Thank you very and much. I mean, it, it came straight from up. the heart. You got to move on from Ben, my man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the Brock Purdy bit. Yeah, um, that's without Debo Samuel, too. It's not. I like, know. It's not like he's, I mean, yeah, he has CMC and Kittle, but like. <laughs> Come on. Every, my buddies have been betting against the 49ers the past two weeks, and I've told them, like, I don't know, that team's just different. I, don't, I think you can put a scarecrow in a quarterback, and they're going to win. That's exactly right, and that, and that is why I bring this up. And thank you for the call, Damian, as always, and for the interaction on Twitter. Brock Purdy's doing this. He doesn't have Debo Samuel. Jimmy Garoppolo's gone to the Super Bowl. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is all that good of a quarterback. But with a great scheme and a guy with good play-calling genes, frankly, in Kyle Shanahan, and with a great feel for how to call the flow of a game, Jimmy Garoppolo's had success. And now Mr. Effing Irrelevant, Brock Purdy's had success. I think when the Steelers played well, went 3-1 and in that four-game stretch where Kenny Pickett wasn't turning the football over... I think it's because of Kenny Pickett getting better. And perhaps Matt Canada's learning on the job, but you see the difference between the upper echelon and the elite and the lower tier. 
You can win with anybody. You can make any quarterback look good in a Kyle Shanahan system. Look at who won the MVP, Matt Ryan. What's he ever done besides that? He's been a pretty good quarterback in his career. Wins the MVP with Kyle Shanahan, right? He elevates quarterbacks. That's what the Steelers need in their next offensive coordinator, not just some guy who can call plays and be buddies with Kenny. Come on, now. As for Deke and moving on from number seven, you know how that hit me? Wasn't seven's fault. Wasn't seven's fault. Be so much better with seven. Be nine and four, ten and three with seven. He retired. Oh, the run defense would be so much better with Joe Green. They might be able to cover people with Mel Blunt. Pass rush sure would be good with James Harrison. Aren't they missing a James Ferrier in the middle of the field? Ben ain't walking through the door. Move the frig on. Let's go to Ed. What's up, man? Oh, I'm not very good. I'm from Kennedy Township. I'm stranded in Nova Hill right now. I'm going to get out of here. You're you stranded? What do you mean? You're stranded? Yeah. What do you mean you're stranded? Explain. Well, I came over here for a COVID test, and they bust it all up, so I got to go back to work for them. Okay. What do you got for me, buddy? Uh, yes, I am working you, the you show work tonight. You work in tonight? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, Garoppolo is better looking even than Brady, you know that? Yes, he is better looking. Who do you like in the bowl? I like uh, San Francisco and Buffalo. Like the Super Bowl? Yeah. I like San Francisco and Buffalo, too. Well, we can't bet. We can't, we can't make a bet, then. What? How are we going to make a bet? We both like the same team. That's right. We're supposed to argue. I've got the Eagles. Bang. My man was stranded. Something about a COVID test. A little slurry there. Ed, I hope you find your way home, buddy. I hope you're okay. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. You can tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. We're going to hear from Deontay Johnson in a couple of minutes. There's a philosophical question that came from yesterday's Steelers locker room. Should Pittsburgh try to play younger guys, see what you got for next year, or do you try to win football games right now? Terrell Austin, Steelers defensive coordinator, got into it. We're in the business of trying to win a game. I'm not in the business of trying to see who's who's up for next year's varsity squad. I want guys right now that can help us win a game because our job is to win games now, and, and, and that's the only way I'll coach. That's never going to be Terrell Austin's job to say, let's play Mark Robinson because we need to know about Mark Robinson. Let's play DeMarvin Leal because I need to know about DeMarvin Leal. That's never going to be Terrell Austin's job. That's not the defensive coordinator's place to say, hey, Omar, hey, Andy Weidel, you know what we should do today? We should play Mark Robinson more and DeMarvin Leal, maybe he should start. It's never going to be his place to tell them, hey, let's look ahead. As a defensive coordinator, you're a leader of men. You're also trying to scheme a way to win that game that's next on the schedule, right? So I don't know what we should expect to hear from Terrell Austin there. Mike Tomlin is going to be much the same. Mike Tomlin, and we've talked to Doug Whaley about this, is tasked with winning the next football game in front of him. And this week it happens to be against the Carolina Panthers. Now, this becomes a little messy, but I wouldn't mind if Andy or Omar, sees Mike Tomlin walking around the hallway and go, hey, Mike T, you know what you should do? Because we're not making the playoffs this year and our inside linebackers suck. 
Let's see what this Mark Robinson guy can do. Let's play him a little bit. James Pierre, when given an opportunity this year, at times been pretty good. Why don't we give him a little bit more of an opportunity? Why don't we see what's going on there? Why don't we let DeMarvin Leal play a significant amount of snaps on Sunday? That's the front office's job. The front office got to say, yo. The future matters too. The head coach, it's not his place. The defensive coordinator, it certainly isn't his place. And so I'm not going to kill him for that comment. But the front office should probably say to those guys, if they lose on Sunday especially, listen, let's find out what we've got. Let's get these guys some live reps. The rest of the season, if it's Mason Rudolph playing, that's bad. You want Kenny Pickett to get reps. There are some other positions that I'd like to see that too. It's just not Mike Tomlin's job. It's just not Terrell Austin's job. 412-928-9370. Deontay Johnson speaks about Mason Rudolph. I'll give you my thoughts on his comments next. My heart will go on. I hope Ed's okay. Something about COVID. 93.7 The Fan. So Ed just called back, said he's donating something for his buddy who's in a tough spot. Plasma, blood, something like that. So we're happy... Ed's okay, and we also know that Ed's a great man. And then Ed goes off the air. Who's that guy that looks like you? Well, I'll tell you, we know it's not Doran. Go on social media right now, at Score and Doran. You can go on my Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. I quote tweeted this. It's a side-by-side picture of me in 2013 (laughs) and Doran in 2013. And it absolutely kills me. I shouldn't have clicked the comments. Multiple people said that in 2013 I looked like Jonah Hill. Why you got to Why you got to do Jonah like that? That ain't That ain't right. You see this picture? That ain't cool. Here's what happened. I didn't set foot in a gym. I was in college for five years. Not one time. Not one time. That's a lie. I did go to play basketball. Here and there, like once every month. Didn't get better at basketball either. And I just gained the freshman 30. And then it didn't stop. And my friends in college, my high school friends, when they saw me in college, they would sing this song. Oh, fat Crowley, bam a lamb. Oh, fat Crowley, bam a lamb. Oh, fat Crowley, bam a lamb. Because I was like 112 pounds in high school. And then in college, it's not like I got, well, well, I was like 190. <laughs> what are you going to do? Out of freshman 85. 412-928-9370. The number fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet for a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle and great service. You'll find it at Sun Chevrolet. Cloudy with a high of 40. Somebody needs to do this for me. You got to tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. And you got to put it in quotes. The line that I used earlier on in the show, Ben Roethlisberger is aging like a dog turd in my backyard. The older it gets, the whiter and crustier it is. And then that way I can retweet it and people will think I'm funny. Deontay Johnson yesterday in the locker room. I got to come in every day that's just put his head down and just work. The circumstances Talking about that he's dealing with. It might be tough, you know, just coming to work, not being able to dress up every week and just seeing everybody play. You know, he probably got a lot going through his head. But he's he been showing a great job, like just staying solid through, through everything and you know, just 
continue to get better every day. You know, you've seen that practice. He was, he's locked in, making those throws continuously, uh, showing that he, he knows what he's doing. Just getting everybody lined up right. I, I like that. I talk to him or whatnot because that's my guy still. I mean, he was on the field a little bit more Ricky. I'm familiar with it, so I'm not. It's nothing new. Do you like to see him get a shot? Yeah, I've been. I want to see him play. I, mean, I know he's ready to play. So I know it probably it's in the back of his mind, like, dang, when I'm going get my chance, so I feel like this week is, is it for him. I know he's going to do everything it takes uh, you know, to prepare this week and uh, get ready for Sunday. So I don't think this is as big a deal as it may have been made by some other people. Deontay Johnson, as a rookie, played and played well with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. Deontay Johnson, also earlier this year, it has been reported, had a locker room altercation with Mitch Trubisky. Like Mitch Trubisky ain't his guy. Mason Rudolph is his guy. Now, he didn't cast aspersions at Kenny Pickett. He didn't rip Kenny there. He just said this is his opportunity. Kenny Pickett's been limited in practice the last two days. I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to play on Sunday. Even if he practiced in full today, are you going to put a rookie quarterback out there after only having practiced one time? I don't think so. So Deontay Johnson wants to see Mason Rudolph get a chance. And when I hear it from the outside world, like Mark Caboli says it, and I love Mark, but like if Mark Caboli says Mason Rudolph deserves an opportunity, or Will Graves, who I love, uh, Mason Rudolph deserves an opportunity, or anybody in the media sphere, or Chris Hoke, who said it yesterday, yes, Mason Rudolph, he deserves an opportunity to play. That's one thing. But when Deontay Johnson knows all the hard work that Mason Rudolph's put into this, when he sees him in practice and he knows the offense, he's getting guys lined up right, and he knows how well he played in training camp. When it comes from within the locker room and it comes down to either Mitch Trubisky, who you just saw last week throw three interceptions, or a guy that you've known and played well with since 2019 in Mesa Rudolph from Deontay Johnson's point of view, I think it's much ado about nothing. Of course Deontay Johnson's going to take up for his guy, Mitch Trubisky. Or excuse me, Mason Rudolph. Too many damn quarterbacks on this roster. You got Pickett and Pickens, which is a tongue twister and confusing. You can conflate those two. You got Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky who are like the same friggin' guy. There's too many quarterbacks. I can't speak. I'm all frazzled. Golly. Matt Canada yesterday spoke as well, talking about getting both quarterbacks ready. Part of that is we're making sure we're in a situation that everybody's ready to play, and we've had two quarterbacks playing all year, and Mason's been a third that hasn't had a lot of reps at all. So now it's time to get him the reps. Does he tip his hand here on who's going to start at quarterback? We certainly don't want to have happen what happened on Sunday, but on the what, fifth play of the game, our quarterback got banged out. I think it would be a disservice to everybody to sit there and have Mason come in and play and not have him have any reps. So as we proceed Whoa. forward, I think it's our job to make sure he's ready to play. Whoa. You know, when and if that would occur. Obviously, uh. we don't want that to occur. That was an awful missed assignment and a really bad break, but it's football too. So, so he couched that there at the end by saying if and when Mason Rudolph plays. So there's at least this. I think if Mitch Trubisky starts and plays poorly the first half, I do think you'll see Mason Rudolph. God, I'm so tired of talking about these backup quarterbacks. I want both of them off the roster next year. I don't want to talk about it anymore right now. The Steelers are 5-8. and eight. They're not making the playoffs. Kenny Pickett's not going to play probably on Sunday. Why the hell are we even watching the game? I mean, for goodness sake. The only reason to watch the rest of the ways is to see how Kenny develops. He ain't even going to be developing. Golly. Early morning show, over, pre-show, next.